Welcome to the AR-15 Podcast. AR-15 Podcast. This is the podcast about your favorite black rifle. This show is for you if you're building your first AR or you've been building ARs for years. There is something we can all do to take our black rifle to the next level. Welcome back to episode number 209 of the AR-15 Podcast. Uh, ladies and gents, we are getting started on this episode with uh, the whole crew tonight. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about what we would do, uh, given the opportunity for a first time build now that we all have a little bit of experience behind us. But before we dive into the show, uh, JD, why don't you tell everybody how they can support the show? Uh, you can go to firearmsradio.tv, click on pledge, then click on the AR 15 podcast and you could support the show that way. Uh, several people jumping on board there. Uh, also show sponsorship levels for those, uh, vendors or, uh, people that have products. I want to get your name out and, uh, have some time. You can support there too. All uh, different levels to get involved in. Uh, even a dollar an episode helps out and uh, replaces the cat five cable that mysteriously got cut in my house today. So the guys don't see any video of me. Um, check it out. Firearmsradio.tv. Click on pledge and then click on the AR. 15 podcast. All right. Well, we have some exciting news today. We gave away a rifle, didn't we? We did. And so we went to our very scientific process of selecting winners in our completely randomized system and pulled out a name. And all of us were witness today to JD calling Jim R. We're not going to reveal his last name because, well, he hasn't given us. He knows any. who he is. He knows who. Yeah, he is. we are. We already talked to him. And so Jim R. Jim was actually. He he was really excited. Jim was actually. Yeah, he was really excited. But he was actually the second name uh, that we pulled. The first name was JD, and the guys told me I couldn't win, so we went That's to right. Jim R. Well, and then, you know, well, just as a reminder, Reed didn't serve in the Peace Corps either. <laughs> or the Imperial Army, <laughs> or the Navy, <laughs> or in the Village People. <laughs> well, wait a minute. How do you know I didn't serve on the Village People? Well, I guess we've just made the assumption that you're straight, but you have sing in the backseat of Anthony's car to some disco music, so I guess maybe we should rethink this. Hey, yes, artists aren't necessarily gay. This went sideways in a hurry. <laughs> we just went completely off the track. So, um, so we'll just put a question mark by Reed and say congratulations to Jim R. Uh, you know, you guys is an awesome SBR that RTT uh, sponsored to give away. We have our next rifle giveaway uh, lined up. Probably going to give a little bit of a breather. Um, we can't give away a rifle all the time. I mean, it would be fun to do that, but uh, we've got the next one in the works and uh, we'll be reaching out with that company from uh, new frontier armory in North Las Vegas. And uh, we'll be talking to them about the next uh, rifle to give away. Well, I also want to, what don't we have uh, something in the works with uh, brown elves for the end of the year? Yeah, we, yeah, we should, I guess we should probably talk to brown elves about that. (laughs) 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 So, um, yes, we have plans with Brand Out Brownells at the end of the year too. So, um, I guess we could do three rifle giveaways this year. Maybe four if we sneak one in. 
here or there. You never know. Sure. We may actually, I may visit Dallas and get into Reed Safe and actually find one to just take a picture of and give away. And you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll we'll see how that works. You never know what could come out of Reed Safe for the listeners. He's he's a very giving person. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, so let's clear the air. JD, why don't you tell us what you've got going on this week? Um, life has been kind of crazy busy. Uh, some personal stuff going on and trying to get all that stuff handled. Um, so not much, in fact, zero range time, uh, really anything that is, uh, resembled firearms. Uh, I am pretty stoked about a new holster I got. I know it's not AR related, but, um, Jason Christensen over at Concealment Solutions out of uh, Northern Utah. Um, he's a supporter of the SX3 uh, podcast, our friends over there. And uh, I have several of his holsters, sidewinders, and black mambas. And uh, he hooked me up with a new black mamba for my uh, P30SK. Uh, that'll be my everyday carry. And uh, even America it up for me with a, a distressed flag look on it. It's really cool. Extremely comfortable. And uh, if you're looking for, you know, a holster for your, because you can't conceal carry your AR-15, check out Concealment Solutions. Uh, he does great work, small company, one of those small companies that does great work that uh, we like to support here on the show. So uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing. And this thing's comfortable. I know I don't have video tonight. I'd show you guys, but uh, it's extremely comfortable. And it's amazing from the first uh, Mamba I had that held a full-size USP to this holding a compact, it's uh, kind of insane how small it is and how you kind of forget it's there. So that's what I've been doing. That and running on a treadmill every day and uh, trying to get healthier. Well, good. We're proud of you for that, man. So, Anthony, how about you? Um, well, I haven't been doing much uh, anything firearms-related the last couple of weeks. I've had a Busy couple of weeks at work and uh, spent a bunch of time away, so my guns are feeling a little bit neglected. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Aren't you part of a union? No. no. Not at the moment. You need to get uh, belong, sign up to be in the union. Won't they help you out with those long hours and being overworked? <laughs> when I was a member of the union, that's how I got those long hours and being overworked, but at least I was paid for it. <laughs> Well, maybe the views expressed by Anthony are not those of the AR-15 podcast. <laughs> if you're a member of a union, please don't email us. We are, uh, we are totally neutral. We are Switzerland when it comes to everything. Um, everything you hey, I didn't go there. Everything Gloria Gaither for Gainer. Gainer. And uh, everything Palmetto State Armory. <laughs> All right, Michael. What have you been up to this last week? I've been working a lot, but uh, I did manage to get a little bit of pistol shooting and uh, some pistol carbine shooting over at my local indoor range last weekend. Not much, like 50 rounds, but I definitely tried to uh, get some deliberate practice in and make them count. But that's about it. Well, cool. So uh, I have a gun safe. Made a great, great purchase on this gun safe years ago. From a, a friend who's a locksmith and ended up uh, that it's a pretty Spartan setup, but it has no interior lights. And so I, I came across these lights that uh, 
have a magnetized back and their LED and their motion sensor. And they're just awesome. So I've been ordering LED magnetized lights off of Amazon like a maniac. So I can have a, a gun safe that lights up like the inside of my fridge every time I open the door. So I've That's been having, pretty cool. I ha- yeah, it is. I have been having a great time with that. Uh, what else? I, I, I also bought myself a, uh, a cap and ball pistol, a, uh, an 1860 uh, Colt single action. So uh, it's pretty slick. I like it. But that's all I've been going to say. You've gotten out to sh- you, have you actually gotten out to shoot it? <laughs> no, I have a, a Remington uh, that I've uh, shot before, and I've enjoyed the heck out of that. But I haven't gotten a chance to get my uh, the 1860 out to shoot. So I'm hoping yeah, that the, the cap and ball. I said the cap and ball revolvers are a lot of fun, but it it makes you really really appreciate a semi-automatic pistol. <laughs> oh heck yeah, no doubt about that. So, um, JD, yeah, what's our next step here, sir? Uh, we're going to talk about our main topic sponsor, JWB Military and Brass. We thank them for sponsoring tonight's main topic. Uh, go to jwbmilitary.com. Use pro- promo code ARP10. 10% off quality once fired military reloading brass AR 500 steel targets and much much more at jwbmilitary.com they are a small shop but they do big things and they're taking care of uh, us and helping out go so make sure you stop by tell them thank you on social media uh, order from them and uh, say thank you for sponsoring the AR 15 podcast um, there was something else I was going to say too um, I want to say thanks to uh, Robert and Evelyn at RTT Firearms for doing the uh, SBR giveaway that we gave away to Jim R. We talked about just a little bit ago. Uh, RTT has been just a, a great friend with the, the giveaways and support of the show. In fact, a lot of the uh, equipment we bought for SHOT Show this year that we were able to record with and get you guys those episodes uh, was because of Robert and Evelyn. So check out RTT Firearms in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Um, they put out great stuff. I'm sure Jim R. will agree once he gets that SBR uh, in his hands. So uh, check them out, RTT Firearms. And uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about some spon- other sponsors to the show coming up in just a little bit. All right, J.D. So this week's show has been inspired by your maniacal brain. So tell me what really uh, what, what led you to uh, the, the topic tonight. Yeah, we get a lot of questions um, coming in on Facebook and on email and Instagram. Um, You know, this part or that part, or what would you guys do for a first time build? Or, you know, we we have a lot of people reaching out saying, hey, for a first time build that that won't break the bank, uh, what would you guys recommend? And so we're always willing to, you know, answer those questions. And that's where I got thinking about. We were kicking around the idea for a show topic and it just seemed fitting to, to fit this in, you know, set a limit. It was 600. And then we overruled Reed because he cheated. Um, so we moved it up to $700 to build kind of your first AR that uh, you could toy around with, play with, and maybe interchange some parts a little bit later. Now, wait a minute. As I recall, um, I was able to actually complete my build within the budget, but none of you guys were. 
Is that, that, well, that that's that's correct? No, it? no. Here's, here's, let's define this real quick. That that okay, is what happened, say, but there's a little bit of a complete, misunderstanding here. Complete the build. Reed was able Reed. to complete for under the amount. Build should not really be in his Rick Cat Rick's cabaret, you know, definition. <laughs> Now you see, I think the guy's well, just a little butt hurt because they couldn't come in under butt budget. Hurt. No, see, we could all come in under budget if we chose the route you chose. But no, if you guys spend more money, sure you can come in under budget. Ah, just raise the budget. You guys sound well, like a bunch of politicians. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is I. I think JD. Everybody but Reed kind of came under this assumption that we were going to completely build a rifle. Um, from parts. Uh, and now, you can see now, we get into wait, reads. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me read the, the post no, here. You, no, you're Our assembling a lower and slapping an upper on top of it. Is first time builds what you do differently and put together a first time build with parts and prices. 600 bucks Steve. is your budget. If we can have four builds, it will be awesome. So I don't see anything in there that defines any of the principal builds, terms. Builds. Builds. See, and just from my personal experience, since we said what you would have done differently your first time, I originally bought a pre-made upper, which is what you have gone and done. Yeah, but I, I didn't buy a pre-made upper. parts and put together my upper. I bought... Uh, what is it? Uh, DPMS Sportacle, and I was horribly disappointed at it. So I would do this as my first time build. See, I think you're just a little sensitive, Anthony. <laughs> All right. Well, Michael. Anyways, says the guy who served in the Peace Corps. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you go ahead and get started tonight. We're going to let your build get first billing. Okay, so you guys are starting with the worst one first, I see. Um, no, Reed's so, going last. <laughs> well, my, my final price tag was uh, 618.87. However, uh, I must have not saved the, the last few items that I added because that is Sans charging handle and a rear sight. So with the remaining $81.13 that I have, I'm going to chalk it up to an even 700. But I have written down a Gen 2 Aero Precision Lower for $59.99. Uh, lower parts kit that includes the uh, fire control group and the pistol grip uh, from Palmetto State Armory. It's the uh, EPT lower build kit in black for $129.99. I have a stripped Yankee Hill machine <laughs> IHM-110 for ninety eight fifty. Uh, Palmetto State 16-inch M4556 nitride barrel assembly for $149.99. A Toolcraft coated bolt cap <laughs> group. For 57, and so that's all the components together. A gas system uh, from DPMS for 30.95. An Aero Precision AR-15 Quantum M-Lock handguard for 74.46, and a limited um, upper parts kit from Aero Precision for 17.99. That includes the dust cover and the roll pins, but not the charging handle because I'm a doofus and I forgot it. So, uh, and the lower parts kit also has the buffer tube and. Uh, stock and uh, the buffer assembly with it. So that's that's what I ended up with. So tell me about your bolt carrier group. From Toolcraft? Yeah, I've never heard of them. And that's it's a, 
very low price. And so my knee-jerk reaction is, is this made of aluminum? <laughs> uh, not to my knowledge. I, I, I would have to go and actually close down the uh, podcast and open it up, but I can send you the links. once. By the time the show is up, my notes will be in there as well. But my friend had just finished his SBR, and he used the Toolcraft Bolt Carrier Group, and he's only he's only taking it out on its mating voyage, but we didn't have any trouble with it. So um, not being a metallurgist myself, it appears to be uh, in good working order for a relatively low price point. So, you know, if, uh, if anybody out there tries it out and determines that it is not too bad, not too shabby for the money, definitely uh, post that feedback because who doesn't want to know where to get good parts for less money? Well, heck yeah. But, you know, I mean, honestly, I think most people would expect to pay a good deal more than that for a bolt carrier group. Huh. Yeah, and I, it's possible I could have misread it, but I don't think so. Um, and, you know, of course, everyone can feel free to flame me if I post the wrong stuff. Uh. <laughs> if, I, if I click on the wrong thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they will. Well, wait a minute. Here's uh, a... Yeah, uh, what is this? Monmouthreloading.com. They're selling Yeah, that's actually what I just found. $80, $80 in stock. I'm sure that they're all over the place in terms of um, venues where you can find them. I'm reading uh, that Toolcraft makes carriers for a lot of people in the industry. Interesting. That may that may slap their name on it. So, well, we may have to look a little deeper at Toolcraft. It's entirely it like possible uh, that I that I uh, just got the um, the bolt carrier, not the group, but I don't know. I'll have to go back and check it out. No, I see the. I mean, I see the whole thing for eighty bucks. It looks. Uh, it, it looks like they're an OEM, so it's it's entirely possible that they're making for other people who are slapping their name or a logo on it and then charging more. Um, but yeah, I don't see a problem with it. Hmm. Well, good deal, guys. Was there anything else in uh, Michael's build that you uh, found interesting? That he was uh, going to get some like the Cerakote and then the uh, like engraving. Of hot wand in the side of it. I thought that, I thought that was pretty unique. <laughs> yeah, that way you can that hold your hot wand up to your cheek every time you go to the range. <laughs> See, I like how you guys are just throwing this out into the interwebs with no context so that everybody can just forever uh, enjoy that. Well, they'll, they'll figure it out. <laughs> Isn't that what the internet's would- all about? Hey, don't worry. They have me singing Gloria Gaynor songs on the internet forever and ever. <laughs> You'll survive. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Anthony. So, uh, um, so you ready to start? Yeah, go ahead. So again, I'm, I pulled a lot of this stuff off of uh, Brownells and uh, a few things off Palmetto State. Um, if you go online, take a look at the show notes, you can get links to where I found everything. Um, but again, I started with an arrow lower, uh, $59.99, uh, an arrow pre-assembled upper receiver um, for $99.99. Um, and then over at PSA, I went with one of their um, lower build kits, which you know has everything that you need to put together. Um, a lower, and then I went with one of their um, bolt carrier groups at $99.99. And then back over at Brownells, I saw that they were selling some barrels, so I threw one of their barrels on, one of their 16-inch uh, 
barrels with a mid-length gas system coming in at eighty-four ninety-nine. You know, we saw the gas. We saw the same thing. That's a. I was going to say. Deal. <laughs> I noticed yeah. that. That's a smoking deal there for a barrel. Um, the uh, you know there and then the Brownells gas block, which is nineteen ninety-nine. Their mid-length gas tube at nine ninety-nine. Their A two flash hider, which <laughs> JD saw, was like, oh, that's a good deal at uh. Five ninety nine. No doubt. Um, yeah. Uh, finally, there are their uh, charging handle, which comes in at nineteen ninety nine. Um, and then for a handguard, I went with an Aim Sports ten uh, inch M Lock handguard. Uh, it's a free float. Comes with the barrel nut and everything. I found that over at uh, Primary Arms for seventy six dollars. Magpul uh, Bus polymer folding sights, uh, and you can get the set at Brownells for ninety three bucks. And for a grand total of six hundred fifty nine ninety one. Hmm. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Are you mad about my choice of a uh, build kit because I chose one build kit that had more parts build than the three build kits you got? See, no, I'm mad because yours is assembled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Legos approach. All the pieces come in a box, and you got to put them together. Yours but is the Lego see, set here, is already here's built. Here's the problem: you didn't get a a, a a barrel nut wrench. You didn't get yourself a um, castle nut wrench. You, you didn't get a. Uh, but are we presupposing that the builder already has the requisite tools to put? Yeah, we're not. Say, we, yeah, we're not talking about tools. All right. All right. I mean, I just avoided the need to have to get many of those tools, but I'm just... To be fair, I don't actually own any of those tools, so I'm going to add that stuff on my building, like a, you know, however much that stuff costs. Well, I think we should just make you talk into your microphone and get your hand off out from in front of your face. First of all, <laughs> my hand was moved when I was talking. I'm, you have headphones on. How do you not hear me? He's old. It's you're, the bell tones. It's very soft. You're very soft-spoken, Michael. I think you're too far away from the, the speaker. Grab that microphone. hot wand and speak right into it. Yeah, put it right up to your mouth. Now I can't hear JD at all for the rest <laughs> of the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, like, I like Anthony's build. I think it's it's solid. It's got stuff that will get you through and, and until you figure out what you want to change out. You know, you can mm-hmm. change out. Do an adjustable gas block, you can change out whatever, you know, you want on the end of your barrel. If you wanted to upgrade your charging handle, you could. Um, the Magpul sights, very solid. So I, I think you did a good job. Excellent. JD, your turn. Well, we have a $700 budget. So Brownells uh, has the arrow lower at $59.99, and I figured I could buy 11.6 of those for $700. So that's what I got. <laughs> that's where I'm at, guys. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't stop. I just saw it, and I just clicked until I ran out of money. And so um, I'm really interested what part of the lower I'll get for that point six six eight six. But uh, I'm hoping it's the registered part making it some funky SBR. So, so legitimately, um, one of the places I like to go is a Schuler Arms Company. Um, they do a lot of stuff with Arrow, and um, they have the uh, Arrow Precision stripped lower, the Blem Gen Two, with a lower parts kit right now for eighty bucks. Um, and then they also have the 
uh, stripped upper with the parts kit for 55. So I was able to, I picked up both of those, uh, doing that for about 135 total for all that. Um, we used the same barrel that Anthony did at, uh, 84.99 from Brownells. Um, can't beat that. Uh, I was able to find at Tombstone Tactical, um, I wanted the, since I think the barrel's 18 inches. It's a, um, a 16 inch barrel. 16 inch barrel. Uh, I wanted a 15 inch, uh, handguard on it. So I bought the Aero Precision, um, handguard with the barrel nut, uh, 12990, um, from Tombstone Tactical. And, uh, my bolt carrier group, uh, Battle Arms Development through Brownells, they had it there for 135. I uh, used uh, Brownells uh, gas block, gas tube, uh, Mission First Tactical, Minimalist Stock, um, Brownells uh, buffer tube assembly. Um, I did not go with iron sights. Um, I was able to sneak in a Bushnell Trophy um, red dot, and I forgot a charging handle, so uh, my build would be like 716 or something. But uh, that's what I decided to do. What? All right. So the the Bushnell red dot that you put on there, have you uh, taken a look at any of those? I did. Uh, pretty solid reviews on Brownells and uh, Optics Planet where I looked. And basically, if if you want to know the truth, I did it just to spite you. Yes, I'm <laughs> sure you did. Because, you know, for eighty four ninety nine, you could have gotten the polymer It's actually sites. cheaper cheaper than the set of Magpul sites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't go with Magpul. I went with a different manufacturer, but you know, I, I am yeah, impressed with the Battle Arms Development bolt carrier group. Yeah, I had a I had a Seekins uh, adjustable gas block too, but I just couldn't. I I didn't want to do the iron sights, and I needed to find more budget, so I went with Brownells gas block over the Seekins. The Seekins was like sixty bucks at Brownells, which would have been a nice upgrade to have in there. And uh, if I would have gotten some cheap iron sights to put on it, or as we discussed in a group text today, just use Anthony's method method of spray and pray uh, for <laughs> no, no I, <laughs> that was the assumption. I just said I'd spend more money on a rifle. <laughs> and I did find I did uh, price out a Nevesky build at like twenty seven hundred dollars, so let's save up a little bit longer. So this is a budget for you. Got it. Yes. <laughs> well, JD, is it time to visit our show sponsor? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, big shout out to Savage Arms. Uh, they are sponsoring the AR-15 podcast. They have joined us as a sponsor. And uh, we want to share with you that they have been working hard to get the perfect rifle into your hands with their new MSR-10 Hunter and the new MSR-10 Long Range. Uh, they're standard they say better come standard savage and they really mean it. They're working hard to get you a, a proper rifle in your hand uh, for your needs. Uh, the MSR 10 long range, you get a six, five Creedmoor chambering, uh, five R rifling, uh, all sorts of cool stuff right out of the box. And uh, that's standard with them. And then the MSR 10 Hunter uh, is a lightweight configuration uh, that rivals a lot of uh, AR 15s in weight, but it packs the punch of an AR 10. So when you're checking out, when you're getting ready for hunting season, as it is May now and, you know, it's not that far away, one of these uh, MSRs would probably be a perfect addition to your collection. Each one has unique and different features that you don't find on most standard ARs. So check out the new MSR-10 Long Range and the new MSR-10 Hunter. 
Savage Arms, better come standard. Thanks for sponsoring the AR-15 podcast, guys. Absolutely. Well, so I guess I get to talk about my build that Anthony is so upset about. But um, it's not a it's not a build. Well, you can call it whatever you want. At the end of the day, I still have a rifle. <laughs> so that's, deba- that's debatable. <laughs> no, it's a rifle. It's just uh, it's not necessarily a build. Hmm. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can it's like, see well, that we, my no, co-hosts I, are got- all. Just a little butthurt about the whole premise that no, our Michael, Anthony, and myself all played with Legos. You went to Duplo blocks. So, I mean, yeah, we're a little butthurt. <laughs> all right. Well, so uh, right after uh, JD posited the uh, premise for the show, I get my weekly uh, blast, uh, e-blast from PSA, and they're having a sale on their uh, Freedom Rifle build kit and uh what they retail at uh they indicated that the retail on it's six twenty nine. They were selling it for three ninety nine ninety nine. And so uh took a screen grab so that these uh, uh SOBs wouldn't call me a liar and uh decided liar. I'd uh, call that the, the core of my build. And you know, like all build kits, it starts out with everything you'll need to make a functioning rifle except for a lower receiver. Now, in uh, my moment of can-cannon weakness when JD wouldn't support my need to buy a new receiver, I uh, I went over to Brownells and I found a, uh, a Noreen lower receiver. It's a billet aluminum lower receiver. Uh, and, of course, I think we told Anthony that he couldn't use any polymer lowers, so that's probably another reason why he's so butthurt. <laughs> Did we say no polymer? I think we, we did. We didn't. I think we just but said no one... X company was the was the name. <laughs> I don't think we said no right, polymer. Threatened in a text message at one point. So um, you know, I've you never... see the circumstances we have to work with. Reed's very threatening. Uh-huh. Yeah, call it a hostile work environment. You bunch of wussies. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, uh, anyways, uh, Noreen firearms. I. I can't say that I've heard of them. I bought one of their lowers. It it looks fine. Uh, you know, for the purposes I uh, am going to use it uh, in terms of the can cannon, I think it's more than suitable. But uh, you know, it it also assembled well. It it looks nice. It has all of the requisite uh, components in the requisite places. So I think it's a, a suitable starting point for a build. So solid, solid ratings on Brownells. Uh huh. So I mean, you you just can't beat that. Um, for uh, and I checked the price today. Um, it was forty two ninety nine, uh, and that seems to be a shifting price because the price I bought it at, the price I saw today, and the price that's uh, listed this evening as we began our show were all three different prices. So not sure why it's all over the place. <clears throat> now, um. My next uh, choice was to really put some optics on it, and uh, or sights, and so I went with the. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say optics. I went with the we uh, AR- optics weren't going on that rifle. Now, hush, hush, hush. I went with the ARMS ink um, polymer sight set, and you know uh, ARMS uh, has a very uh, long-standing reputation uh, with. Uh, 
the U.S. military, uh, their sights are on a lot of, uh, firearms, uh, a lot of M16s in the, in the field. So they, they have a good reputation. And I think that they make a good product. But, um, you know, the sight set itself is, uh, 84.99. It's polymer, so you're not going to be paying the, you know, hundreds of dollars you might pay for a, uh, steel or aluminum set. And so I, I think it was a pretty good compromise. Um, that being said, my rifle build at that point came in, I think it was, uh, 527.97. So I still had plenty of room in my budget, um, at $600. But when the guys cranked it up to $700, I thought I'd go ahead and just really kind of finish out the build and make it a complete rifle system. So, um, one of the things I thought that I think my, uh, other co-host neglected was, um, I figured that a rifle without magazines would be a very little value. So I decided to put three, uh, M2, uh, P mags. They're on sale at Brownells for 949 a piece. And, you know, really when it comes down to it, that's not a bad starting point for a, a magazine. Um, I also thought I'd go ahead and, and update the, uh, end plate on my, uh, uh, PSA build kit and get an, a Magpul ASAP sling adapter for my Magpul MS3 sling. Uh, and then I thought that, you know, what's a rifle without some ammunition? So I uh, used some of my budget for uh, uh, a box of 90 rounds of uh, American Eagle 62 grain uh, 5.56 ammunition. And, you know, with that, I, I then had enough ammunition to fill all three magazines. <clears throat> Um, and I figure, you know, really, at, at that point, once you've built the rifle, you've got magazines and you've found some ammunition, you, you ought to be able to go to the range and test fire it, sight it in, get it zeroed. So I uh, allocated $10 for range fee. And then, of course, you know, when you go to a range, you get hungry. So I allocated some money for, for lunch. Then I rounded out the rest of my $700 budget by putting the $4.53 left over into the gas tank so I can make it to the range and back without having to call my wife for a lift. Dude, so, you uh, ain't making it to the range and back on $4.53 in what you drive. <laughs> <laughs> my range I call is very BS. close. My I call BS very close. Build. BS. All right. So uh, that that's my rifle build. So... um I I think if we were to go back and just kind of critically look at what we have here, I think we covered the gamut in terms of kind of variations on a theme that, you know, any first-time builder is going to look at from the the multitude of parts and various stages of completion and assembly to the trade-offs and sacrifices we make for quality in some areas, uh, willing, you know, and being willing to, I guess, uh, forego some quality in other areas. You know, I think uh, all of us would probably agree that a, a buffer tube is probably a, uh, one of the areas that we put the least, you know, thought into. But, you know, for example, you know, JD, you picked a battle arms development bolt carrier group, and uh, Michael, you picked one um, from Toolcraft. You know, if we start on the premise that they're both at least um, technically sound bolt carrier groups, that they're assembled in the way they should be, made of the materials they should be, uh, then 
you have kind of two ends of the spectrum, you know, a price point where you know that you can rely on the reputation of Battle Arms development and a price point where if you're going to assume or if you're at least, you know, nominally aware of that baseline quality, that's a hell of a price. You know, when you're making these choices, you're going to be able to do that in a number of instances. You're going to be able to go in there and say, all right, I'm willing to spend my money here, but I'm not willing to spend my money there. And so then it comes down to those areas of priority. What's most important? You know, I personally have always thought that you should place that priority on the components that are doing the heavy lifting. So to me, that's a barrel and a bolt carrier group. Guys, do you have any thoughts on the matter? No, and, and I, yeah, I was going to agree with Reed, especially since, um, and I would even more so in the barrel, because in terms of ease of replacement, the barrel's a little bit harder to replace than your bolt carrier group. So if you're just starting out and you're choosing between a more expensive barrel or, you know, just some, some basic barrel, uh, I would get a, go with a more expensive barrel because you can change that bolt carrier group out later and, uh, or, you know, and use it on another rifle or, you know, whatever you want to do with it. Um, but yeah, I think in my build, I, you know, I feel pretty confident in everything that I put on there. Um, you know, especially with me going with the PSA bolt carrier group, um, all of my rifles have PSA bolt carrier groups. So for me, that wasn't a uh, compromise. That was just a way to go. Right. Hey, side note right here. For those of you that are fans of Palmetto State Armory, write them and tell them to come on the show. Okay? <laughs> yes. Send them an email. Send them a text. Send them a telegram. Have a door, Have a clown show up to their office, wherever they're based out of. Tell them to come on the show. Send a rate. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. So, um, you know, I think the next point that really, to me, Across all three builds is uh, uh, pretty foundational. It said that there are some parts that are just flat out cheap, knock them out. Um, I don't think that they're relevant in terms of performance on the baseline. And so when you're talking about charging handles, when you're talking about gas tubes, when you're talking about, you know, basic gas blocks when you're talking about flash hiders. I mean, that's the easy stuff. Those are, you know, 10, 20, you know, dollars and you can complete the build with those baseline parts and not impact performance, which I think is contrary to say, you know, Anthony, like you said, the barrel. I mean, I think in, some instances, if you're compromising on the barrel, you really are going to compromise on accuracy or reliability or some of the other factors that might be relevant to you. And when you compromise on the materials in a bolt carrier group, you, you know, compromise on lifespan, you compromise on reliability. But, you know, the flash hider, you know, frankly, I think most people are never going to be in a position where choosing the right muzzle device is going to eke out some tiny measure of improved performance or accuracy or whatever it is you're seeking with a muzzle device. 
you know, six bucks for the flash hider, spend it, be done with it and move on. Yeah. I mean, with a, again, with a part like that, that is, you know, it's probably the most common thing on the end of a rifle or on the end of an AR six bucks. That's a great price. Don't, you know, don't think about it to have it on there. Um, don't overthink it. And with the other part, what? Don't overthink it. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't go crazy with it. And, um, like the gas blocks and gas tubes, as long as it's made to spec and drilled properly, um, which you do know you're going to get with a Brownells product or they're going to make it right. Um, I don't see that again. I don't necessarily see that as a compromise. Um, when you're building something with the final price tag in mind. And you know, you can always, those parts, you can always upgrade later to an adjustable gas block to a Nevesky flaming pig to, you know, a gunfighter charging handle or a amber dexterous. Amber dexterous. Amber dexterous. Amber dexterous safety. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, the battle arm safety and all those, all those things. You can always add those later. You know, the goal is to get a functioning rifle out of the box that you can learn on. And then you can customize it and do whatever the heck you want to it. You know, and, and I think that is always the thing that you have to stress when we talk about the idea of a first time build. You know, I think that I will, I will always tell you that most shooters will never, um, raise the level of their skill to the point that it exceeds the ability of the rifle's, um, performance. I concur with that, Reed. Uh, I was going to jump in and say that actually the same thing, not to steal your thunder, but when I thought about it, I thought about, okay, what would I use this for? If I was going to build my first rifle, which I mean, it's like, okay, well, I'm not going on patrol. I'm not getting blown up by IEDs. I'm not fighting the Taliban. What am I doing with it? I'm going to the range and I'm learning, learning to do things with it for the fundamentals of marksmanship or whatever. So, uh, are some of the parts as durable and rugged as you would have to have them to take it into combat? No, but I'm not doing that. So it doesn't matter. It's good enough for what it is. And, um, it's kind of like the whole, you know, when we were kids, everybody wanted air Jordans cause they thought they would run faster and jump higher. But it's like, maybe if you played in the NBA, it would matter, but it doesn't out here on the schoolyard. So just learn to play basketball or whatever it is that you're doing. Right. Cause I know I certainly can't shoot past the capacity of my weapon. I, I need more practice and less widgets. Personally. So, I mean, I think on that basis, it's okay to make a compromise uh, in a non-critical or quasi-critical arena, you know, when it comes to building a rifle. Because really, uh, you can spend a whole lot of time with any of these rifles at the range developing skill, even to the point where your skill could exceed that of this rifle. And and you wouldn't have to change anything to get there, because at the baseline there is enough here to get you there. So, you know, I think that the next thing that I kind of noticed across the 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 builds is the fact that in terms of um, you basically are you know free floating handguards uh, to a, a T. Um, they're all capable of accepting accessories. None of us chose a, you know, 
standard, whatever it is, $20, $30, you know, two-piece pop-in, drop-in handguard. And so that, as a starting point on each of these builds, gives you, once again, a host of improvement opportunities just in terms of it being either key mod or uh, M-lock accessories that are to be added to your rifle. And so I think that that level of uh, modularity on your starting point, you know, once again, adds more utility to the build. I mean, yeah, the idea is to give you $700 to buy a rifle, but you know what? You're going to have another payday if you have kind of stunted your ability to uh, enhance your rifle because you've chosen some of those limiting accessories, uh, you're back in the market again to get the handguard that will accept the accessories, you know, if you um, are going to go that direction. And so I think that the point is, is that even at this low price point, you can still get a rifle that gives you the ability to easily expand on your platform. Mm-hmm. Except for your rifle that can totally assembled. No, 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 not totally. I had to put all the roll pins and the yeah, trigger you, you and the hammer and the lower. And... You still got to put a lower together. Uh-huh. So, so you guys want to hear what uh, some of the feedback we got on this on Facebook? Yeah, let's hear some of that. Okay, so Chad Wallace says, J.D. can't do it. That's why he's asking. He doesn't know how, but he's hoping to learn someday. Hey, wait a minute. Before you go on, so like when you pass Chad in a hallway, do you say Newman? And he says, Jerry. I must not be old enough to get that reference. (laughs) I I know Michael does. (laughs) And have you seen the size of my shoulders? I don't pass anybody in the hallway. They turn sideways. <laughs> uh, Stan wrote, I said, basically I set it up. I said, we're going to be talking about budget builds. First build. Can you do a complete AR for under $700? Share it with us. And we'll share it on the show. Uh, Stan said, I built one for under $700 during the 2013 post Sandy hook uh, AR panic that year. And he uh, sent us a picture of it. Stan did not buy his stuff from cheaper than dirt. I can almost guarantee that. Um, Tyler wrote in says pretty easy to do. Decent build arrow receivers. Got mine for 150 ish fax and gunner barrel. 150 Midwest rail, 150 uh, minimalist stock, um, 50 bucks buffer two Brownells, 40 uh, LPK, 40 um, PSA bolt carrier group charging handle. So around 710 um, said uh, he used uh, Brownells for everything. So he was checking it out. And uh, if you actually buy it, you spend $300 on that Brownells. Usually they give you a $30 off. So you're able to, to bring that back down. Um, Billy wrote in uh, the big thing is to know your realistic range. Great accuracy can be had from a budget barrel and a GI triggered out to 200 yards. Good point, Billy. Uh, Robert said it's not hard if you shop around. Uh, I would go with the upper and lower build package, then uh, source a nice uh, lower for a decent price in bull carrier group and charging handle. I think it means a lower parts kit. Um, let's see what's next. Uh, Joshua says, yep, if you shop around, I've been, I have a 300 blackout in under $600 and a 556 also under $600. Um, 
Chad also, gosh, th- will this guy leave us alone? <laughs> Chad uh, said, I won't tell you what my last one cost. Sometimes being a reviewer for firearms or firearms insider.tv has its benefits. Nice. Uh, Jason shared a picture of his. He says, uh, this 5.56 came in, uh, right at $700. It's a nice looking rifle you got there, Jason. Uh, Robert, uh, who wrote in just a second ago, um, shared also the, uh, kind of the daily deals from Palmetto, um, and showed how you could uh, assemble it and put it pretty much together from a complete, looks like, uh, LPK build kit, uh, a completed lower, semi-complete lower. Magpul furniture and a complete upper. Uh, Mike shot a picture of uh, his build. Spike Crusaders lower. Majority of the price parts sourced through Brownells for around six hundred bucks. Uh, Lauren says yes, seven hundred under seven hundred is pretty easy. Uh, Britt shared a picture of his at four hundred. Uh, Lauren also uh, wrote in again, uh, shared hers solid build at four ninety. So uh, thanks you guys for your feedback and insight. Apparently. Uh, Read these guys can do it. These guys and gals can do it and uh, be under that seven hundred dollar uh, range and not cheap. So it's uh, pretty amazing. Now wait a minute. I know that one of those PSA pictures was an assembled upper receiver. So are you calling Robert a cheater? No, he's a listener. He gets more grace than you do. Oh, I get no grace. I tell you what, you guys just suck. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I guess I'm not going to get any love from the crew. So maybe the listeners uh, appreciate my approach to coming in under budget. But, you know, regardless of how they feel I wronged them, it still is a rifle at the end of the day. But, um, so yeah, I mean, and, and I think that, um, all of us would agree by and large that, there were no lemon manufacturers in the list. Um, I think we would all uh, trust and rely on the components that were listed. Um, you know, Toolcraft, it's a great price. Uh, we, I don't think we know anything about them, but I'm, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. They look like they, you know, may have you know deeper uh, inroads in the uh, firearms industry than we're aware of. So uh, we're gonna kind of see where that leads us. Thanks for that, Michael. You always tell us you have nothing to contribute, and there you go. But, um, you know, that being said, really, that's that's not a bad starting place to, I guess, catch the black rifle disease, is it? Hey, you know what? None of the, you're right. None of the manufacturers are, you know, it's all, all people, and, you know, toolcraft, the benefit of the doubt, but everybody else is solid. Uh, we only have one manufacturer that won't write us back, and that's it. <laughs> all right. Well, that being said, I think we can all agree that JD wants Palmetto State Armory to uh, uh, get back into the queue and come on the show because we'd like to talk to them about the things that we appreciate buying from them. But you know, he holds a grudge. So we'll see. Oh, there's no, there's no grudge. I'm just dropping subtle hints. I just. <laughs> I just, I just want so them to know. All, be nice all to will have be them on for, the show. all will be forgiven if they come on the show. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> well, you know, hey, uh, it looks like we have a little bit of feedback from uh, Tom Gonzalez, and you know, I appreciate that Tom supports the show so much. So I'm going to just share this with everybody. Tom says, uh, "Congrats on four years." 
Seems like only yesterday I started listening to the show. Ha <laughs> ha. My wife curses the day I listen to the show. <laughs> it says she always asks me why I keep building rifles. So uh, I I hear you, Tom. I uh, you know my heart bleeds you know black rifle with you. So um, he says I can't wait to show off my next build. I'm doing an AR10 build in six five Creedmoor, but he might go with a six millimeter Creedmoor, which I'm kind of intrigued about. Uh, he says still doing the planning for this build. Regards, Tom Gonzalez. So, what did he email us on that one? He emailed me. You know, Tom and I are buds. We're pals. Do you know how many times Tom writes me in a day through the Facebook page? He's trying to give you crap. No, it was pretty. Did you know that he won the Arrow Precision March monthly rifle giveaway? I did, and I need to figure out how he managed to do that because I'd like to do that. He also what. said he's staying at uh, your your mansion at next year's NRA meetings. Costa Snyder, yeah, yeah, that's 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 the word. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm you know, a- speaking of which, yeah, I'm I'm really kind of excited that they're coming to Dallas next year. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Anthony, you're coming. Hopefully, you know we have a queen size bed upstairs. I'm pretty sure that JD won't take up much of it. You'd be able to squeeze in. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I don't. I don't have the same. I, I don't have the same like bromance and welcoming thing that you and Anthony do when you share this room uh. for shot show. <laughs> I'm. I am much more. You know, get out of my swamp. Yeah. You know. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you, Anthony. I don't care what your preference is. You're small spoon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I, I can't even argue with that. <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be fun to go and to uh, hang out. And I know it's a year away, but uh, it'll be fun to uh, attend the NRA uh, meetings to to go check it out and the, the convention and everything that goes with it. And then, yeah, of course, when the three of us and the hot one there is also um, invited to Not join listening. us, but. Um, I mean, his shirt's going to say that, right, on his name tag. I think oh, I think my actual AR-15 podcast T-shirt that you don't have. So there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think it might be time Salt for a, a, it might be time for a new round of um, of uh, T-shirts, and we'll we'll, we'll put <laughs> nicknames for the crew on the back, and <laughs> Michael on the back of yours. We'll we'll stencil out hot wand. <laughs> See, for all um, you guys listening out there, originally the joke was that they wanted to put wonton out there, and I just said, really? I don't understand. And then they had to explain it to me, and that's why we all started laughing, because I didn't understand how they could how they could generalize so easily just because of a different color. You see, here he is deflecting and trying to create out of the thin air something to redirect everybody from trying to figure out why he's so into the hot wand. But no, the first right. thing the first thing I heard when I logged in to join everybody tonight was Michael saying hot wand. It was pretty scarring. I wasn't sure if it was gonna stay around for the whole show, but I decided to stick it out and see where it went. So I was asking about stippling polymer guns. I said all that stuff and all JD heard was hot wand, so you all be the judge of what it is. <laughs> I think our listeners are gonna want him called hot wand from now on. Uh, I do think so. I think so. Hey, did you did you see this? Uh, speaking of feedback, we got 
Uh, did you see the email from Mac? Refresh my memory. Uh, he says, hey, guys, new listener here. I'm in the Army stationed in Germany. Uh, at the moment, uh, about to PSC, PCS stateside. Looking to buy a rifle shortly after getting home and doing all the research I can before I head home this summer. I noticed the audio for the first few episodes isn't available online on the website. Uh, I'd like to listen to the one on lower receivers. Any way you guys could get a link up there. Uh, cheers from Germany, Mac. Love the show. I've been going through a lot of the past episodes with Mac. Thank you for your service. And thanks for uh, listening to us. Um, I Can we get the audio from the first? I know the first, there's just the first couple that are missing. Yeah, and I think I know what he's talking about. And um, as you know, this show's been around four plus years. The network's been around four plus years. We've uh, we've ne- you know we've changed websites and providers a couple of times. So uh, th- those website or those episodes may uh, be an unfortunate victim. But we'll look into it and see if we can we can find something for you. you know, but you know what I'm willing to do? Hold, hold on a second. I mean, Max. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me. Gonna be a story about when you grew up. Oh, hush. Color television and. No, I've got the I've got the first twenty five episodes MP threes. Let's see, I've got uh, I've probably got the first thirty. I got the first thirty seven before I have a skip. So I think uh, we have all of that content preserved. In fact, this was part of my initial project to see about putting together a uh, thumb drive with all the episodes. You know what we may yeah, would have you guys to do. Be, would you guys be interested in that if we put together a thumb drive? I mean, we just want the cost of the basically the thumb drive and shipping uh, if you wanted all the episodes on a flash. Well, wait a minute. Um, we're we're going to have to pay Anthony to put all the content on the thumb drives. So Anthony does it as a labor of love. Bullshit. <laughs> BS. He he works hard, and we we try to do our best to appreciate and reward him anytime we can. We'll you figure can, something out. You can <laughs> drive him like a like a uh, I don't know a husky. And uh, I always say <laughs> please and work. thank you when I write Anthony and say, "Hey, is the show coming out? When is it coming out? Please, thank you." Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? There's he brings he brings up a, he uh, Mac brings up a good thought here. Um, sorry, we got a text message from, is he still here or did he fall moose? No, he's still here. Um, but anyway, uh, Mac brings up a good point about the lowers episode. That lowers episode is going to be just about four years old. Um, maybe we could do, I mean, I, I hate to sound too excited about doing a show on lowers, but, uh, right. I'd say we have a new acquired, a new lowers expert. Uh, so we may be able to redo that show. <laughs> I think it makes we some possibly, sense. We could possibly do that. Yeah, but you know, Anthony, if, if we ask him to, lowers. if we ask him to build a lower, then we're kind of stepping outside of his depth. You can't really see this what I'm doing right now, but I want you to imagine, you know, the, the just what quite possibly could be going on right now. Yeah, imagine the digits. I'm just imagining you with your collection of lowers, just, <laughs> you know, just hugging them. My precious. Fondling them. them, polishing them. <laughs> Man, I tell you what. I just I sit there and whisper sweet nothings to them every day. Arrow precision. Noveski. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sick. Meanwhile the rest of us get to take ours out to the range and shoot them. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you keep saying, like, it's a bad thing I collect lowers. When the apocalypse comes, I'm going to be able to trade lowers for, I don't know. Yeah, but you see, here's the flaw in your plan. So what you're saying is you're going to give a guy a lower who doesn't mm-hmm. have access to the internet and brown owls to get the lower parts kit, the stock, the Everything the that we grip. talked about today, really. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the important pieces. So sure, he's going to give you his can of beans for a hunk of aluminum that he can't do anything with. I'll just send him to um, Paul Meadows State Armory's website where you can get the daily deals and just uh-huh. have a rifle like that. Yeah, after the apocalypse. <laughs> yep. You see, I think there's a flaw in your plan, JD. I'm hoping you have 84 lower part skids, 84 stocks, 84 buffers, 84 buffer springs, see, 84 buffer tubes. See, if, if I give you guys information on that, that would totally kill the whole I'm insane and just collect lowers. <laughs> <laughs> See, then we'd think that it was a pathological problem with beginning a project. <laughs> as long as y'all don't talk to my wife, that should be good. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you hope that we don't talk to your wife. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore and deflect. That's right. That's right. It'll all go away if you stick your head in the sand, right? Yeah. Well, gentlemen, so do I we have, do we, do we have any more feedback or anything? You know, I, I think we have that. nothing that we can operate on tonight. We'll have did we talk about the guy who yelled at the guy who yelled at us about me making fun of you, or did we do that last week? We did that last week. Yeah. I think you quit. We should get into. Uh, we've been going for a while, so we should get into all the EMP stuff we got back from our episode a couple weeks ago. I think we can not save tonight. that. Yeah, not tonight, but next time. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, I think with and, that being said, uh, we've done a fine job of going over the topic and really kind of uh, getting derailed uh, a time or two. But um, I think maybe we should go ahead and close it out. And, J.D., I think I will uh, leave it to you to read us out. I guess I should probably pull up the show notes then. That's always helpful. Um, thanks to our sponsors, JWB Military and Brass, RTT Firearms, Savage Arms, for sponsoring the AR-15 podcast. You can sponsor, too, by going to uh, firearmsradio.tv. Click on Pledge. Click on the AR-15 podcast. Uh, your generous support of the AR-15 podcast will help us be able to improve the sound, replace the Cat5 cable that died uh, in my house today so I can have video and uh, be able to see these guys. Or Actually, they can see me, so... Maybe they don't want that. Uh, but anyways, you help us improve the sound and uh, what we do with the show and in future giveaways. So uh, thank you so much for your support. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, ar15.podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe and listen to the AR15 podcast for free on iTunes or Stitcher. Share your pics on Instagram at ar15podcast. Tag your pictures with ar15podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash AR15podcast. Check out the other great podcasts on the Firearms Radio Network, except for the one Chad Wallace is a part of, because we don't want to support him at all. Uh, don't forget to use our Brownells affiliate link for all your AR15 parts needs. I don't really mean that. Me and Chad are really good friends. He's actually from Oregon, so I, I like the guy. Uh, and use Amazon affiliate links on firearmsradio.tv and ar15podcast.com. Or go to firearmsradio.tv slash Amazon. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host. Um, nobody's liable except for Reed. 
Email him if you have any complaints, problems, or you want to talk about growing old. AR15.podcast at gmail.com. Um, for Reed, Anthony, myself, and Hot Wand, good night. love the outdoors? Do you like going places where few others have been? Have you ever gotten stuck heading to your favorite hunting or shooting spot? Tune in to the Off-Road Podcast on the Firearms Radio Network. It's your source for all things off-road. Whether you're choosing which mud tire to buy, mounting up a winch, or just changing the oil in your rear diff, they've got all the tips and tricks for you. Look for them on your favorite podcatcher app or check out the Off-Road Podcast at firearmsradio.tv and click on Off-Road Podcast. This has been a production of the Firearms Radio Network. You can find more information at firearmsradio.tv.